You're listening to Well I Laughed, part three of Surviving the Wilderness. Reddit, Am I the Asshole? <laughs> All right. Uh, hi, everyone, and welcome. Uh, we're already laughing, so we're going to try to get you there. And if not, not the first time that's happened. Hey. Uh, that's my beautiful co-host, Maya Warner. Maya, how are you doing today? You know what? <laughs> <laughs> that was a loaded question. That's actually really fair. <laughs> <laughs> doing fine. I was craving Subway, and um, which is like, you know when you crave Taco Bell and it's like not good for you, but you still eat it, right? That's how I felt with Subway, and Grant walks into my house and has the audacity to say, like, I have two things. I don't remember what the first one was, but the second one, he was like, are you, like, okay mentally? Because I've never seen someone that's okay mentally also eat Subway. <laughs> I also, okay, so... Perfect job summarizing. Only note, Taco Bell and Subway are not the same. Taco Bell They're both. Cla- Taco Bell pioneered the fourth meal, okay? Subway is considered cake in foreign countries. They are not the same. Also, Maya, let's not act like you were just like out about on the town and got Subway because you were at like a mall food court. How did you get your Subway tonight, Maya? <laughs> It magically appeared. Mm, through one of those like magical little DoorDash apps. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. She <laughs> ha- paid someone to enter a subway, say, order for Maya, and then bring it to her house. So that I didn't have to face anyone. Yeah, because you should be ashamed. <laughs> okay, it's not like I'm not ashamed every time I go to Taco Bell either. Anyways, uh, my name's Grant, and I've never gotten over anything. That including the fact that Maya uh, ate subway today. Yeah, he's never going to let me live it down, which is Absolutely unfortunate. Not. Uh, before we really get into it, this is episode six and the am i the asshole version of our topic surviving the wild driving here maya was like hey you can park in front of our garage and this is really brave of me to say like super vulnerable shout out Brene brown um (laughs) parking in front of your garage gives me untenable levels of anxiety why well for one you live in a townhome so every garage looks the same like some crazy horror (laughs) film Two, I am to park close enough to your garage that it does not impact anyone else, yet far enough away to squeeze my large and yet beautiful body around it and get into your garage. When, like, I've never had a problem finding street parking in your neighborhood. Okay. But I'm a city girl. So also, like <laughs> on the weeknights. Okay. I was just trying to give you an easy in. Thank you. The spot I found it far easier to get in and out of and wasn't... You know, I've been in therapy a lot and I've been working on the fact that your emotional response is not my responsibility. <laughs> How dare you say the exact thing I said to a freshman today in class? <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs> you reap what you sow. <laughs> As I said to this 14-year-old, you're now just being rude personally, and I don't need to tolerate that. So you know the consequences of your actions, and I'm not going to give you a stage. Again, therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in it. <laughs> uh, eventually, we will ask the question, are we the asshole? But until then, we're going to turn to the internet. Um, which I think was also, by the way, a flawless segue. That was a great segue. Can we talk about how the way segue is spelled? Uh, no, but do you want to, is really spelled crazy? Milk toast. Pause it, look it up, you'll be upset. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? M-I-L-Q-U-E. Yeah, 100%. Nope, not a single K in there. Milk toast? It's not milk and toast, like every single person believes it is. What is it? That spelled wrong? Like, I don't know. <laughs> you can't just tell me that I'll be upset how something that I don't know well, is Well, that's just what I told all of our listeners, who at this point have paused the podcast to check. <laughs> so, you know what? Fair the enough. internet provided us with some of today's stories. Today's uh, first Am I the Asshole in our series on Surviving the Wild. Am I the Asshole for training my neighbor's dogs to stop acting wild? In case you're wondering how Am I the Asshole Wild turns up in a Google search, this is it right here. Here's the story, folks. (laughs) In case you're needing some context to Grant. If you've ever been on Google. (laughs) Grant doesn't like animals. Mm. He doesn't dislike them. He also wouldn't own them for himself. Listen, if half the dogs in the world disappeared, don't know if I noticed right away. That's all I'm trying to say. Not saying they should. I'm just saying I'm probably one of the last ones to find out. Personally attacked. (laughs) I would notice immediately. (laughs) I have a neighbor with a very small yappy dog. And it seems like she's never trained it. Every morning she sits out on her front porch at the crack of dawn with this yappy dog and I hear wild ass barking. Her yelling no and shut up and increasingly wild barking. 
I don't think the dog even knows quiet or sit or whatever. This is a verbatim quote. Last week, my neighbor told me she had a family emergency and she was looking for a pet sitter. She'd pay. I offered and she took me up on it. So I took her dog in for a few weeks and along with watching him, I started teaching him quiet and sit and then combined them. So on my command, I was able to get him to sit down and stop barking. Then I worked in a bunch of other commands. Oh my God. <laughs> For the same trick. So all the trigger word I taught were sit, quiet, no, shut up. Nice. Trying to work in the family yeah. language. <laughs> uh, stop it, shut it, hey, and of course, God damn it. Wow. Which were the things I heard my neighbor yell at her dog the most. <laughs> I love how he taught this dog to listen when he should have taught this dog to love itself. It does not sound like a supportive environment. <laughs> this guy, this neighbor was so mad about this that he not only did, went through the effort of doing all of this, he also was taking notes on what the owner was yelling at. At a certain dog. point, he does have to cosplay as his neighbor to make the training work. So basically, by the end of the time, anything I'd say in a sharp tone, her dog would know to stop barking and sit down. Okay, so again, sorry, a dog has now entered the podcast. Certainly thought our first podcast guest would be human, but that's fine. This is Monet, and I think this is who Grant might be talking about. Is it also the one I'm allergic to? You're allergic to both of them. Bowser doesn't even care about you. Correct, and that's why I like Bowser. Monet is my emotional support animal. She's actually doing what she does best. Back to the story, folks. <laughs> um, my neighbor came back, and I mentioned I'd worked on a little training, too. Then I showed her that by firmly saying no, her dog would be chill now. She seemed a little weird about that, but she still paid me. Then a few days later, she showed back up at my house furious, asking what I did to her dog, because he doesn't do shit but sit on his <laughs> ass nowadays. All directly from the Reddit post. And that it wasn't just, no, damn near anything she said to him, he'd act like he was brain dead and just sit there. <laughs> she was yelling at me that she wanted her money back, because of course she paid him for the dog sitting while she yeah. was out of town. Wanted her money back for me having pet sit, which I didn't think was fair. I'd honestly been trying to do her and the rest of the neighborhood <laughs> a favor. Am I the asshole for training my neighbor's dog? So I have thoughts. Mm. Um, one, I don't think she gets the money back. No, of Because not. she paid him to pet sit. Or they. He, she paid them to pet sit, which they did. Right. Dog's alive. 100%. Dog seems fine. Yes. Dog maybe learned a few new tricks. <laughs> But dog is generally emotionally well. Um, but A, I need to know how this person got the dog mm. to be trained that fast. Mm. Because things like quiet are not easy to train. Like they're sure. very situational. Like you have to wait for the dog to be in that moment to be able to apply it and like make your training make sense. So I'm wondering how they did it in two weeks. Sure. Not to bring in like child education because there are some differences <laughs> but i think what he did was teach the dog what was giving it anxiety and taught it a new response to that anxiety i don't think it actually recognizes any of the words i think it just knows now that quiet is an option from scary lady <laughs> <laughs> And again, I hate to bring up education, but you do see a lot of children make that connection around the age of 15 ah. themselves. Ah. My care to say anything? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> As I said, I'm in therapy. <laughs> We're working on it. I love it. I love it. So as like a true dog lover and dog parent, is, so is he the asshole for training this dog? I think I would have asked permission beforehand mm. to be like, hey, I really 
or like when I was younger, I used to train dogs a lot and it's something that I've missed now that I don't own a dog. Do you mind if I maybe teach a few new tricks Sure. or something like that? And then obviously not be like, hey, your dog is really fucking annoying, which sure. he also could have said, yeah. by the way, be like, hey, your dog is really annoying. Do you like, I know how to train it. Do you mind if I give you some pointers mm. or something like that? Because like as a person who's learned how to ski, that's always a really productive <laughs> question to ask. Hey, I've noticed you're bad. Do you want some feedback unsolicited? Don't nothing ask wrong Casey there. That. <laughs> I can't. Him teaching me to ski almost single handedly ruined our relationship. <laughs> <in the beginning. laughs> uh, yeah, no, I knew exactly what kind of analogy I was making. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like getting unrequested advice. Sure. I, don't know. I feel like maybe more communication could have happened. It felt, sure. it feels a little like blindsided, but I don't, overall, I don't think he's the asshole. It's not like, I mean, granted, there's a chance we're not getting the full story. As long as he didn't actually harm the dog. It sounds like the dog is just chill. So I have, especially for those who know me, probably an unsurprising response, but then maybe a surprising response. Oh, who okay, knows? Maybe okay, you can okay. twist it up for us. So first, not the asshole at all. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely not. You're part of a greater community, you know. <laughs> like, if your kids... Takes a village. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Why do you think gay people exist? Hundred, to show you how to do it better without having to do it themselves. Um, can you adopt I'm assuming me? the poster is gay um so my first unsurprising take is absolutely not the asshole you're part of a larger community um it sounds like the dog barking and then the owner yelling was a lot of noise yeah but then here's perhaps my surprising take does the dog have rights and now hold on hold on when i say this does the dog have the right to be managed in a way that doesn't require fear to manage like if we're going to talk about animal rights for a second Mm -hmm. this dog now is in a situation where things do not escalate because they have been trained in a way that's going to help avoid that right and the dog's responsible for the escalation but like probably in a healthier environment and is that the right of the pet that's true i feel like people are still very divided on how you train dogs Mm. whether you use negative or positive reinforcement and one of those is efficient yeah um, but one of those is also doesn't have lasting efficiency, and that's negative reinforcement, unsurprisingly. Sure. One we make... learned from our parents. The other we learned from, from... Brene Brown. Second <laughs> reference already. Our... The other we learned from our gay friends, <laughs> is what I was going to say. It's just hypocritical if I say that, so yes. <laughs> and our gay friends learn from Brene Brown. Absolutely. Absolutely. Are you kidding? It's, we are the only ones with the free time to read her work. <laughs> wow. Listen, we're not... Casey and I aren't having kids, so... I know you have two dogs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Grant Thomas, animal rights activist. Apparently thinks... you're like the president of PETA. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't have to like them to respect them. So yeah, I'm dying to know what some of your Am I the Assholes are. I am the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I've already decided. I think my level for Are You the Asshole is actually like really high. Because I'm a firm believer in catty banter and minding your own business. That's true. Yeah. I get that. Um, Oh, a little life update. I have a ring. Oh, we're doing it in the short podcast, not the larger podcast? I don't know. We can do it both. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to shut up about it for like several months. (laughs) So (laughs) there's an announcement. There's Um, an announcement. And the announcement is that she is the asshole, but someone loves her for it anyways. Someone accepted me and we're both in therapy. (laughs) Believe me, all three of us are shocked. (laughs) I texted one of my friends that I've known um, since like early high school and his response was, we didn't think you'd do it. As a person who's also gotten that response, that's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Fair enough. Um, okay. The ring is gorgeous, for the record, and huge, yeah. and probably conflict-free. It is conflict-free. Nice. I looked it up. Well, I also will kill Casey if I find out that it's not, but I did mm. look it up. It's a Montana teal sapphire, which means it was mined in Montana. Because okay. there's only two teal sapphires. One's Australia, one's Montana. Um, and then Montana, all of... Er, from what I know, all of the mining is environmentally friendly. Because so. everyone knows mining, known for being environmentally friendly. Known for being super great. <laughs> and the diamonds on the side are lab grown. So. so environmentally friendly, but from a red state. So we'll see how that plays politically at the wedding. But Wait. I won't mention it until then. <laughs> <laughs> We're not having a wedding for that reason. <laughs> Avoiding the drama. This is, this is breaking news and I'm heartbroken. <laughs> Oh, we're eloping. I'm pretty sure we. You can still have a ceremony. That. You can still serve us wine ha- and cheese. Okay, we're gonna have a reception. We're oh, yeah. specifically not having a ceremony. Oh, nice. 
because I have no interest in reading my vows in front of other people. I get that. A big, fun joke, yet also hard truth about the gay community is a lot of us are like, imagine kissing a boy in front of your parents. Oh my God. <laughs> Same. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, am I the <laughs> asshole? Um, the title is, am I the asshole for asking my husband to carry me on the way back from a hike? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, was there more or is it just the headline? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I went on a hike with my husband and a group of his friends. On the way back, I asked my husband to carry me the rest of the way. He was having a conversation with three of his friends when I asked, but they went quiet after I interrupted. I told them they could keep talking and ignore me, but one of the women told me their conversation was private and that I shouldn't have come if I couldn't handle it, even though she and the others had asked more than once if the group could take a break. So I was obviously not the only one struggling. Already super bizarre that you're on a group hiking trip and you're like, we're actually having a meeting up here. If you guys could stay like <laughs> yeah. a little bit away. <laughs> <laughs> like, why did the husbands invite the spouses if the goal was to share some tea? Right, 100%. First, also, I have so many questions. Why is yes. this other spouse being like, don't interrupt them? Right. What kind of crazy Handmaid's Tale trademarked like, kind of situation <laughs> is going on? Cannot yeah. get over the idea that they're trying to have like a private meeting on this trailhead. Yes. And also, as a person who's listened to men talk, it's almost never important. Rarely. So, <laughs> so they're they're discussing finance, the economy. I, I don't know. Their How insecurities. Much they hate their wives and that's bed? almost always what they talk about. That's all that they think about. And there's another woman who was like of husband who was like, you shouldn't interrupt the men speaking. <laughs> also, I too would like to be carried, but in a less bitchy way. Right? That's all the details of the story so far. That was Moira Rose. <laughs> she just came out. In the lead. <laughs> Cheers. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. It was super awkward. Since she was obviously annoyed by me, but also continued walking next to us. A few other spouses asked to be carried, and it caused some arguments when they were told no. And she made a comment about how it was my fault. My husband told her to stop and then made a joke about his friends being too weak to carry their spouses, which caused some of them to try. This ended up slowing the whole group down, and the woman kept making indirect comments blaming me for ruining the hike. Is that the entire post? That's the whole story. That's it? <laughs> the whole That's story. That's a cliffhanger. I need to know more. Also, I was expecting from the title to just be like, yeah, you're an asshole. Right. But I think the other woman maybe made a bigger deal out of it. Um, actually, I think she might be, like, in a get-out situation, because all of those social norms were just completely from left field. So, little-known fact about me, um, in the summer of 2020, in the grips of a mental health crisis, I discovered, yeah, for sure, I discovered hiking, and since then have made it both my whole personality and everybody else's problem. He told us yesterday he was going to go on a sunrise hike on Monday morning today. Monday morning. If it wasn't for the tequila, I would have. Just saying he didn't. Five, but five. he did make it all of our problems last night. <laughs> Listen, all I'm trying to say is not that I'm better than anyone else, but that I have hiked hundreds of miles by myself. Um, and that's both cool and exciting and, like, slightly dangerous. See episode five. Um, and getting eaten in the woods. <laughs> okay, so actually my first take for reals is... I've hiked hundreds, maybe at this point thousands of miles, past loads of people. Never once have I seen a piggyback situation, let alone a group piggyback situation. I need to know where they are, yes. where this is happening, because, like, why is the woman... It sounds like that other spouse that's, like, being a bitch about it is... Right. Maybe an actual avid hiker, mm. and maybe that's why she's. Oh, taking... you mean the wife that later also wanted to be carried? It never said that she asked. It said some Just of the other, other spouses women. asked to be carried. Oh, spouses gender neutral, nice. <laughs> I hope there was another gay man that was like, babe, babe, <laughs> <laughs> babe. <laughs> Me and the girls back here. We're n- we're done. We need a break. Listen. Also, there's that one point where she was like, and then suddenly it like slowed everyone down. Did you think you were gonna maintain your pace yeah. with your spouse? 
house on your back? Also, the OP's husband sounds like a gem. Because he was like, my husband told her to stop and then made a joke about his friends being too weak to carry their spouses. Right, but then all of his friends were then like, I'm, I'm not too weak, I can carry them. And when you have a friend group like that, you are like that as well. Like, I have no, I've never once been like, you're a scholar, but all these dingbats <laughs> over here. It's like, That's you fair. are just a different Neapolitan flavor of like weird toxic It's true, but he at least kept all, like some of the negative energy from going towards his wife. Honestly, I think my answer is not yes, no, you're the ansel, an, uh, asshole. I think my answer is get out, <laughs> date a woman. Reevaluate your needs. I like that is, I think, perhaps the only lesson to take away from all of this. Oh my god, I started reading some of the comments. The top comment is those three awards. Bizarre. Was this a dream you had? <laughs> Nothing meaner could ever be said about a story ever than bizarre. Was that a dream you had? Because it both at the same time says it was nonsensical and uninteresting. You know, with the bizarre, it reminds me, so I I have an incredible immediate family. Love them to death. Yeah. I then have a large extended family with a spectrum of political beliefs. And I have perfected, and you can take this. This is the first thing I've ever given anyone. Sixth episode in, finally something useful. Whenever someone says completely out of pocket, instead of arguing like the merits of my position or things like that, I just simply look at them and I say... What an exceptionally odd thing to say at Christmas. <laughs> and it's so good. It's so good because I'm not saying I agree or disagree. What I'm saying is there's ham in front of me. <laughs> and at no point did I say, would love to know your thoughts on blank. It's like, we're all just here. We don't need to make it weird. And you're making it weird. Bad vibes, dude. Bad vibes. <laughs> I'm not here talking about socialism. <laughs> So, <laughs> Listen, I know for a fact everything on that plate was given to you for free, so maybe maybe go ahead and couch the bootstrap rhetoric for a second, okay? The women are about to come around to collect the plates, all right? We're living in a weird situation right now, okay? <laughs> what an odd thing to say at Christmas. That's good. <laughs> I, my stance has been, if I'm with my family, mm. to start an argument. <laughs> Wait, so you can leave early? Probably. <laughs> if I'm with my immediate family, start an argument. Mm. If I'm with extended family, I'll just smile and nod. If I'm with someone else's family, I walk away. Mm, that's a good one. I love I that. I just go to the bathroom and don't come back for another, like, two hours. See, as a bald, bearded white man, I get everyone's <laughs> worst take. But also, like, for the record, I have a beautiful, wonderful, welcoming uh, immediate family. Mm -hmm. And, like, so many of my extended family are, like, cool and interesting and hardworking people. And some of their children have some interesting opinions floating around their heads. And I hear about them twice a year. And then I say, that's weird. <laughs> and then, and then I get more ham. <laughs> I'm there for the ham. <laughs> I'm there for the mashed potatoes. If people start saying stuff, I start shoveling more carbs into my face. Are potatoes carbs? Yes. <laughs> what? You know, it's like that moment from Mean Girls where she's like, I'm trading out all carbs from my diet. <laughs> she's like, Is, Is butter, butter a carb? <laughs> Someone's like, yes. <laughs> this podcast is for eight gay people... <laughs> And the women they keep sending the link to. Like, I don't know who else could possibly be listening to this. <laughs> butter a car? Remember when she drinks cranberry cocktail? I remember at 15 being like, <laughs> dumbass. Yeah. That's, at 22, that was me. I was like, can we get more cranberry cocktail? Can I get a cran bod? Can I get a vodka cran? Can Still I? Still do that. <laughs> <laughs> can I get something that even if I spill it a little bit, permanent pink stain on whatever I'm wearing. That's what I would actually love. I'd like to remember this night for the next three years. <laughs> exactly. And I would love to, by 30, no longer be able to have cranberries. <laughs> Is that true? Can you no longer have cranberries? I just think there's other fruits for the holidays. <laughs> I just think there are other options. I think it's crazy that we're mixing cranberries with apples. Like, what bitter on bitter? It's not math. Two negatives do not make a delicious spritzer. Cran Apple is very confusing. Cran apple. That's Moira Rose again. I can get into it in a second, especially if I'm that. winning. Oh, yeah. Okay, I want to read more of these comments. 
Info, are you a child married <laughs> to an adult? <laughs> Can we upvote that one right now in real time? Yeah, it's already at 1.6 thousand. Listen, I played this game in Utah. Mm-hmm. This just reminded me of it. Oh, yeah. When I would be on a hike, and the the people of Utah are lovely and welcoming in yeah. every way you've ever heard. But I would be on hikes, and like 14 people would pass me. And there'd be like three or four adults in this group of 14. And it was like, is this a group outing? Or is this a family affair? You know? And so is this just a group of children in trench coats hiking? All the spouses are on each other's shoulders Is this Vincent adult yes! man? And Princess Caroline. And Princess Caroline's Vincent. I don't have time for this. That is such a deep cut reference. Oh my god, I love uh, it. Amazing. No, I love it. I love it. Give us one more comment. I want to okay, know what else um, what else is the community saying about this insane hiking story? Uh, someone said you're the asshole. I have a dog that's like that. Take it for a walk. <laughs> Take it for a walk until she gets tired and then makes you carry her home. It's about control and attention. Whenever I have a friend who's like, oh my god, I'd love to go on a hike with you. I just got a dog carrier. What I hear is we can go to a city park. That's fine. Like yeah, we're, you're going for a walk. Correct. Because if you want to bring a dog that cannot walk, then I'm not interested in bringing a human who can't walk. You know? And I love y'all. Y'all are great. And you should enjoy the wilderness. And maybe that wilderness is just a heavily wooded duck mm-hmm. pond, you know, exactly. in the middle of the city. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> love it. This next one. Um, am I the asshole for not considering a friend's feelings on my hike? Mm. I, 25 female, am a longtime backpacker and just mm. began the... PCT this week. Yeah, the Pacific Crest Trail. Okay, I knew it was Pacific Cheryl, and then Trail. <laughs> Cheryl Strayed uh, hiked it and okay. then wrote the book Wild, which in oh. 2014 was made into a movie starring Reese that. Witherspoon. A friend of mine who loves the book found out yesterday that there's a movie. Um, well, actually, can I? I'm going to. Yeah, I'm not going to ask for permission. <laughs> um, one time. He never does. And. One time in January of 2021, just a couple months after the grips of a mental health crisis that had taken (laughs) over, and I had discovered hiking for the first time, uh, one night, uh, it was a Thursday night, I watched Wild by Cheryl Strayed, and I don't know how to describe it, other than the fact that I was like, I mean, I could just leave tomorrow, and go somewhere. And like so, Cece from New Girl? I mean, a little bit, yeah, 100%. I, I don't know, I've not seen New Girl. She but, hikes Kilimanjaro. Oh. I think. Is you know it? who else has hiked Kilimanjaro? Jacob Bohawk. <laughs> Jacob. He also ran the Seattle Marathon. Jacob. Yeah, he, and he never talks about either of these things. He's What's so a, cool. A great straight man. Quality. I wish I could be mysterious. I know. But I sell other people's stories. Anyways, um, watch the Cheryl Strayed mm-hmm. uh, movie, like Wild, starring Reese Witherspoon. And that night was like, I can just, I can just go somewhere. I can go right now. And so it was like kind of like half virtual school year. So I put in my like three and a half hours on Zoom, and then packed up my bag Friday afternoon and got in my car and like drove. And that night around like 6 or 7 p.m., my friends called because it was like COVID, so we were all seeing in touch with each oh, other. Oh, yeah, like on FaceTime. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they were like, where are you? You haven't responded to the group text, and it's like popping right now. And I was like, I'm in northern New Mexico. <laughs> and they were like, what? And I was Why? like, did you know <laughs> that it's going to be 60 degrees in White Sands National Park this weekend? And that it's only an eight and a half hour drive from my house. That and is... I did that Friday after work. That is so... The things that we all did during COVID... <laughs> Is crazy. I was recently getting dinner with a friend, and we were like reminiscing about like COVID because it was our senior year of college, right? And I remember not all of us, but okay, for well, some of Grant's us, old. Um, <laughs> and so we went to um, college in Golden, Colorado, right? Sure. At one point, we were all so bored with COVID and everything. She walked from her house. She walked all the way to How New Terrain. I don't know. 
That's insane. A lot of miles. Nothing though. in Golden is close if you're on foot, by the way. It's a city for bikes and cars. Yeah, it's like you, you stay there and then you like you use it as like your jumping off point so you're close enough to the city, but yeah. you can also get easily into the mountains, right? Drunk driving's fine as long as it's off of Coors. Like, it's a crazy place. I'm going to look it up how many miles it is because that's insane <laughs> to me. And I was also like friends with her on my Apple Watch and I would get notifications from her all day. That was like, Keely went on a 2.5 mile walk. Keely went on a four mile walk. Keely went on a So like, as this woman okay? walked, yeah, she, I, which is what I think a lot of us went to we were like i'm just gonna kind of get out of here for a second she so, just walked it, it was a fan my trip to white sands that night inspired by the book shell trade uh wild by shell trade um it was two parts crazy and embarrassing yeah so i had booked that friday morning before i hit the road mm-hmm. a two-night stay at this like adorable motel the white sands motel in alamogordo could not recommend enough super cute mm-hmm. i was gonna spend friday night saturday sunday morning there and then head back yeah um i did have a job i had to zoom into on monday you know God um and i hiked white sands which i thought was gonna take me all day took me three and a half hours oh. and that's not like a brag if you've ever been to white sands there's like a loop and you're like oh it's so it's just like all white sand and that's cool but like that that is it's not yellowstone is what yeah. i'm trying to say so saturday at noon i was like oh my god how am i supposed to fill another 24 hours so i did it <laughs> I went back to the motel and I said, and you're going to call me such a hypocrite. I know. I went, I'm so sorry. My dog sitter canceled. I got to go home. And then I drove back. I spent nine waking hours in southern New Mexico and was like, okay, well, we scratched that itch. (laughs) We can head back. That is a hilarious way to kill time during COVID. Insane. I saw a beautiful Sunday, and then Monday everyone yeah. was like, what did you do, Grant? And I was like, Dro- you know, did a little hiking. <laughs> Drove to New Mexico for literally no Drove reason. almost 17 hours for four hours of hiking, and that's good for the planet. <laughs> uh, the ratio works out. Listen, here's the thing. Nature was healing, and I had to stop that. <laughs> Were we about to do an Am I the Asshole? Yes, we are. Right. Okay, to, quickly, yes. from where she lived to New Terrain was 3.2 miles. And to keep this in perspective, this is not like... It's like pretty because it's Colorado. It's not like a pretty hike. Sure. It's like a, a walk. A 3.2 mile walk to get growlers of beer. And then a walk home. It's even crazier that she then got growlers of beer. Remember that everyone was doing Support to-go... Support small business. Well, yeah, yeah the to-go booze, like to-go margaritas. Colorado growlers look crazy. like they are to be tied onto a donkey and then brought to the next trading Ooh. town. Like, I don't know what it is about 1890s core that has a death grip on the places that we patronize. Yes. Crazy shit. Also, that son had to bake him a little bit, you know? Yeah. 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 Okay. Am I the asshole? <laughs> um, I, 25 female and a longtime backpacker, and just began the Pacific Crest Trail this past week. In the last two years, my friend and grandma passed away. There are the only two people I had told of my dreams to walk all 2,650 miles. Before the trail, I was having a hard time. I didn't feel right doing this without them as part of my support system. I missed them dearly, and one of my best friends offered to hike the first three days with me, and I gratefully agreed. Except she offered in front of another girl that I will call Zoe, a 28 female. Zoe was immediately down to come with and had stated she had been backpacking. We had done long hikes in the past, so I did not question it. Before we left for the trail, Zoe texts me scared of bears at the Mexican border. First red flag. <laughs> then quickly sends a text redacting her fear. <laughs> Uh, my friend and I pick Zoe up and she comes out with the largest pack I have ever seen. Mm. When I questioned it, she laughs and says she may have overpacked, but we'll manage just fine. Mm. Yeah. Okay. That's like only barely true on airplanes. Yeah. When you're <laughs> have to physically carry it. Yeah. That's a little different. Um, on the car ride to the trailhead, she mentions that she has actually never been backpacking before. Oh, I'm a bit anxious hearing this because this is a huge goal of mine. I've been planning this hike for many months. Zoe's not going the whole way, right? It's like the first three days. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Um, I've been planning this hike for many months and have an awful feeling about what's about to happen. Mm. Five miles into the hike. Ruh-roh. Um, she is in pain. We take a break and she mentions she has a dead bone in her foot, which makes hiking long distances difficult. Why there was no mention of this before truly baffles me, but again reassures us that she can keep going. 
10 miles in, she cannot carry her pack. I mm. run up ahead and place my pack down and hike back so I can carry her pack. The next day, my friend and I split up Zoe's pack so she can manage. A list of items in Zoe's pack for oh my three God. days. I'm so happy about this. I, like, one, she should have turned around. She should have, like, give her the car keys and, like, just go back and come back a day or two later. Yes. Like, if you I... can't carry your own pack on a backpacking trip, it's like one thing if you don't want to carry your water on, like, a day hike. Yes. But this is... That's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Especially because backpacking is so specialized. You have to have, like, the yeah. right stuff to People do it. People break off their toothbrushes in half to save yes. space and weight. And, like, weight. And they're, like, when you go shopping for backpacking stuff, it tells you exactly what the weight right. is I'm on I'm so everything. excited to hear this list of stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's a reason I haven't been backpacking. And, like, I'm not saying that I wouldn't, but I'm just so scared of buying all of the things to go backpacking. That's so good. I would never let myself get that dirty. But, you know, some I mean, of us are built different. <laughs> like, you have to buy so much stuff to do this. And also, I'm a huge yeah. advocate for being honest about right. where you're at. Because right. I bet if Zoe had been like, hey, I would love to, like, experience the first three days. Yeah. Will you walk me through how to pack and stuff? And then, like, if I if I find right. it overwhelming, I'll leave. And that then at least OP would have been like, okay, at least she's willing. She wants to experience right. this with me, wants to support me through this. She can actually get reasonable advice. Two things that I'm really grateful for that I think I've learned mm -hmm. in my 20s. Now that I'm 30 by like two weeks uh first I'm is 24 by the way <laughs> which is why she was in elementary school during covid um <laughs> so the first is like kind of being able to get like a much better sense as to like what is interesting to me what is interesting to me because it's going to push me and what's going to push me and i'm not necessarily interested in being mm. pushed in that way and this don't need to pursue right yeah. that's the first thing second thing and this is actually even more universal you can always leave like, does not matter where you're at. If a movie's not good, Leave. just buy more popcorn and go home. Like, you do not have wow. to stay anywhere. I've literally never thought about buying popcorn before I leave a movie theater. Before. I mean, I haven't either because I watched the whole movie. I was raised right, but... But you, that doesn't... Just because you watched the whole movie doesn't mean you couldn't buy popcorn on your way out. That's revolutionary. I've heard... Anyway. I've heard of a story of a man who walked into a movie theater, bought popcorn, turned around to the left, didn't even see a movie. Anyways, so those are the two things. You do not have to be anywhere, and two, not everything needs to be for you. Exactly. I, I have a deathly fear of snakes. I don't need to hold one. Yeah. Like, that's not something that I need to get over. She does not need to go backpacking. I'm a huge advocate for, like, trying anything once, but be honest. Right. Don't be like, yeah, I've been skydiving before. Girl. Why did she bring in this pack? Okay. A list of items in Zoe's pack for three days. A giant tube of toothpaste. Mm. Mistakes. She didn't want to buy another one. Listen, when you go through TSA, you still only bring the tiny things. I had to squeeze things. out half a tube of toothpaste in case you're wondering how hard the science is. She is going for three days and she thinks she needs an entire tube of toothpaste. Mm. Um, a big tube of lotion. Medication for two weeks. Mm. That takes up so much space because you have, like, in those pill bottles, right. you have so much dead well, also, air. Also, if you lose it, which happens all the time in the wilderness, you're done. Right. Have you ever lost your luggage? Else. Right. I mean, I haven't because yeah, I'm know. always scared of it, so I haven't. <laughs> but like, it's like not uncommon for people to lose their luggage. On, so like, she's flights. brought an entire pharmacy with her. An entire pharmacy. Seven different drinking apparatus. Oh, like cups and such. Cups and water bottles. Crazy way to say that sentence, but I'm still here. Okay. She, the OP said apparatuses, and I'm fairly confident that that's wrong. Okay. Seven different drinking apparatus. I'm, I think. I don't know. Musai, whatever. Don't touch me. Yeah, niece, whatever. Geeses. Yeah. <laughs> um, two medium-sized lanterns. Tags still on. Like, there are moments where you can tell she was trying to be considerate. Yeah. And in her quest was the worst backpacker ever. I think she like went to REI and was like, I think I could use that. And then bought two and then didn't buy any of the things that she and actually needed. the crazy needed. thing is she didn't talk to a single person like, at REI who would have been like, no. Don't buy, <laughs> if you're going to buy a medium sized lantern, which I don't think you need for backpacking, why would you buy two? <laughs> Three years ago. In the grips of that mental health crisis. <laughs> I paid $20 once to become an REI member, and that means I get a lifetime of advice for free. They are there to help you. They're not even going to try to sell you two lanterns if you don't need no, them. No, those people that work at REI what's just the, love working at REI. What's the craziest thing on this list? The, the last thing is six outfits. I get that. I'm gay, but I get that. Like, for I, three days? Listen, 
You're gonna be taking pictures. <laughs> this is why Grant doesn't go backpacking. One of many reasons, yeah, 100%. I yeah. would have brought a long pair of pants, a short pair of pants, a sports bra. I've accepted that I'm gonna be disgusting mm. for the three days, right? I could go three days without a shower. Do you know who also has that mindset? Oh God. Our friend Tyler. <laughs> Should he ever listen to a single episode of the show? He won't. <laughs> uh, if he does, I will... I, I don't know if I can Venmo him money when he's in Europe. 100%. I don't think he deserves it. Um... Tyler, if you're listening, you let me know. You send me the soundbite. We'll figure something out. I Ooh, owe you. Because nice. yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. believe that you're ever going to listen to this. <laughs> um, six, okay, six outfits, including cotton, when the forecast indicated a day plus of rain. Mm. For those of you who don't know, that means you're just going to be cold and wet the cold, entire time. Yeah, yeah. and miserable. Yeah. Like, have you seen those pictures of wet cats? That's what you're going to feel like. Mm. Okay. At this point, I'm pretty fed up. I told her before leaving, I have any gear she may need. So OP has told her, I have anything you need. Let me know what you need. Right. Um, and she didn't reach out. She's an adult who told me she had been backpacking before. Gross. Right. Um, I am now carrying 60 plus pounds oh well above God. what I had planned. After seven miles with this weight, I finally tell her I am not willing to get injured on day mm -hmm. two of my mm -hmm. six-month hike. Yeah. yeah. Throughout this whole time, she's apologizing and saying she didn't think backpacking would be this hard and how she's doing me a favor being here emotionally for me. <laughs> Therapy's cheaper. Therapy is, in fact, cheaper. <laughs> I can't get too mad at her because I do have been like, well, at least I'm witty, you know? Yeah, but, but like, she had so many options to make the right choice and continually said, you know what? My ego. Did OP just abandon her or like push know, her down a ravine? Okay. I'm so excited we about this. Um, we get to the lake and I tell her that this is the last area she can be picked up from. So she should really check in with herself and, mm. uh, and if she's not up for it, to have her parents come. Mm -hmm. She does leave. When I am back in service, I text her voicing my frustration, how I wish she had been honest up front. She sends me an eight-page Google Doc, oh calling God. me out for not thinking of her. Mm. She's correct. I did not put her feelings into consideration mm. and assumed she had experience. Had I known, I would have told her not to come. The eight pages was kind of excessive, so am I the asshole? <laughs> I mean, I think we're both very much on the same page, so yeah. I'll say this. OP probably didn't need to send a text message when she was back in service, you know? Mm -hmm. I think I'm a big believer now of, like, if something's frustrating you, you got to do the work to, like, let that go. Mm -hmm. And confrontation, at least in my own opinion, almost never actually produces, like, long-lasting relief. Yeah. It just, like, ends the shower argument you've been having. Um, True. Absolutely not the asshole. And was no. kinder than she needed to be. But like... Way kinder. I would have said get... Like, stop. Yes. I would have asked her... I would have been that really annoying friend that's like, okay, what are you packing? Part of me wants to kind of think, like, maybe OP understood that there was a lake coming up. And the sooner she got her to that lake, the sooner she, she could, could lose leave. her. Yeah. I do think you, do, you don't give her the option, though. You're like, hey, I'm not carrying your stuff. And I'm walking faster than you can. So I am going to leave you here. Because you're not prepared for this. And that might be rude and inconsiderate, but I, I promise you I'm making this decision with my own needs and yours in mind as well. And also, like, it's not so even goodbye. like this is just a random backpacking trip yeah. for her. Like, this is an emotional backpacking trip right. for her. Which Listen, I, no one's ever hiked the PCT and not been doing it for not, a deeply emotional exactly, reason. Yeah. <laughs> like, you have something you're proving to yourself Correct. or to other people. Or you that know. you're, like, trying to work out. Yes. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, Zoe do better do we find out anything about the third mysterious friend it seems who like could handle her shit but also did the cardinal sin of inviting zoe i don't <laughs> think she invited zoe it sounds like op oh. knew zoe because she mentioned that they had been on long hikes together prior so that's mm. why op didn't question her when she said she'd been hiking gotcha. before um the first comment is not the asshole but you're on a 100 to 150 day hike on about day 80, this will become the most hilarious story ever. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You're free. And OP responded saying, I'm in town waiting out a storm and writing the list of shit she picked out made me giggle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Great news is you can still get her money back on the lanterns. True. <laughs> True. They still have the tags on them. 150 day hike. That's 
that's a lot. Yeah. Um, I will go on an eight mile hike, and around mile seven, I'm like, yeah, I, that's, like, that was good. But I intentionally I'm, don't do anything more than like eight, nine miles yeah. if I'm not like really feeling it. It's like maybe once a summer when it's like, yeah. oh, there's like a waterfall and you get to see yeah. like the last unicorn and it's like, exactly. yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. Let's have like a day adventure where I'm going to kind of push myself a little bit. But like just those like casual weekend hikes or teacher summers coming up soon. So those casual Tuesday crazy morning exactly. hikes, those are great. But like around seven, I'm like, this is God, a lot of trees. I'm, a lot of trees. Yeah, the first 14er that I ever did, I did with my parents, and we were, like, on a hiking road trip. And so I was, like, a lot of my... The most Colorado story to ever begin. <laughs> um, but we were on a, like, a little hike, and a bunch of my friends... I had just started college, and a bunch of my friends were, like, um, track stars, basically. Sure. And so they had started doing a lot of 14ers, as most of them were new to the state and obviously have the lung capacity and the bodies to do it and they were talking about how fun it was and they were like recommending and i had been asking questions and so i like convinced my parents like we should do a 14er and we're in the san juan range or like around there sure and i don't know if you know much about the colorado rockies (laughs) but that area of the rockies the base elevation is really fucking low yeah so to get up to 14,000 feet from a trailhead is a lot of elevation gain and we were not ready. (laughs) I want to say it was like nine miles, nine, 10 miles, but it was so hard. Most hikes have like switchbacks, right? Yep. The entire area through the trees, just straight straight up up. rock field. I was trying to be really positive because I was like, oh shit, I convinced my parents to come (laughs) on this hike with me and I'm unwell. And uh, we end up making it to the top. And then with 14ers and with any hike above treeline, you have to get below treeline before the afternoon storms hit because you are the tallest thing and you will get hit by lightning. Right. Right. And so we're, we get to the top, we summit, (laughs) and then we see clouds rolling in and clouds roll in fast at that elevation. So we are running down this mountain. We get back to treeline. We're breathing heavily. And then we remember that on our way up the mountain, like as we were getting up to the ridge and everything, this older couple passes us Mm. Uh, or no, yeah, they pass us. No, 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 no. Sorry. I'll start over. She is the asshole. I just, I don't, I can already tell. <laughs> we, so Maya Warner is the asshole of the story. We get down the tree line. It's like drizzling a little bit. It's not quite like thundering or raining sure. or anything. Still have a hike in front of you, but now yes. you're below tree line. Yeah, we're below tree line. We have our like little rain jackets on. Um, this older couple passes us up. And we're like, oh my God, like what's happening? But they look like they know what they're doing. So we're like, we're not going to mess with it because we don't know what we're doing. And so we keep hiking down. We're getting tired. We're running out of water because we didn't realize how long this hike was going to be and how (laughs) extraneous this is going to be. And the older couple passes us on the way down. (laughs) 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 And me and my parents look at each other and we're like... And the older couple goes like, great day for a hike. <laughs> the older couple's whispering like, should we take care of them? I don't know. And you guys are over here like, patron saint of no better. Like, do they see the clouds that are rolling in? <laughs> you know, they see you like DeSanti handheld water bottle. And they're like, they're going to die up here. <laughs> great day for a hike. Without the range of another body. So. That was probably too loud for the speaker. Sorry about that. People it's who are okay. editing. Um, but yeah. And then from that point on, I've done several 14ers after that. And I do enjoy them. I try to pick shorter ones in the sure. front range because they start higher. Yeah. Um, but every time I've gone, I've always been like, have you done one of these before? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not trying to, I try and be nice about it. I'm like, oh, it's better than the little hand touch patronizing tone <laughs> you gave to me. You. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, just so you guys know, like, this is the plan. We need to start at this time. We need to get back below tree line by this time. Bring it, however much water you think you need, like, bring a couple extra. I am always, like, that friend that's going to be, like, annoying to the point of you being like, okay, shut the fuck up. We're going to get up the, like, right. the worst that could happen. Right. And well, also, when it comes to some of this, especially with our friend group, yeah, not my job to get you there. Like, I will walk with you, but I'm mm. not going to necessarily, like, coach you through it. Like, you need to kind of come with the mindset to do this. We can talk about it during our breaks and stuff like that, but I'm not there to hike and convince, you know? Oh, yeah. I will make sure that you're prepared. Maybe I am the asshole. (laughs) I'll make sure that you're prepared. I'll make sure that you won't die on top of the mountain, but if you're hiking slow, I'll be like, I'll meet you... 
Wow, you believe there. them. Super dangerous to do that on a 14er, guys. Don't follow. Okay. I'm kidding. There's, I'm kidding. <laughs> I only do the front range 14ers now, and there are so many motherfucking yeah, people. Yeah, it's basically Wash Park up there. It's yeah, insane. Basically. I was hiking with this girl one time. I was hiking with, like, my coworkers. There was, like, a fitness challenge for my work or something, and we were doing, like, this this 14er. I love how much of a stereotype you are about being from Colorado. But anyways, no, you and your beautiful friends were doing a fitness challenge on the side of a mountain. Yeah, so That's we, where we hiked left off. Bierstadt together, and... A cup. It was like most of their first fourteen, or like about half of them had never done one before. Sure, sure, sure. And I had just started running for the first time ever, like as a hobby, because I had to lose weight because I gained a bunch of COVID weight, like 20, mm-hmm. 30 pounds or something. And so I was like running it off. So I didn't realize that I had like a much better lung capacity mm, now because yeah. I used to not be I used to be the slowest person in ever group every group. And so I was telling everyone, like, don't worry, I'm a really slow hiker. And then we get up this mountain and I'm like, oh, I'm not that slow (laughs) oh that's nice yeah and so one of them i was i brought one of my roommates with me and um so we were hiking and we were stopping every once in a while and one of the girls was like really slow and like no judgment at all it's hard like i'm not judging you but it is hard when you're significantly faster or slower Mm -hmm. than someone to like maintain or slow down because like you want to maintain yeah and you gotta hit a rhythm like that you gotta hit a rhythm right so we were we would hike up quite a ways and then wait for like 10 15 minutes for them to catch up and eventually this girl's partner her boyfriend was like can you guys like stop waiting for her because she's getting mm. really self-conscious yeah and i was and me and my roommate were yeah. like say less bye. <laughs> <laughs> and then we literally took a nap on the summit that's insane because beer listen has a little bit of a scramble at the top a that's cool yeah. first time i did beer the uh, celebratory peanut butter m&ms they brought with me had frozen by the time i got to the top and i did not like that uh, <laughs> really freaked me out i'm like planes be up here i'm not <laughs> not about we're this too high heading up. down right the fuck now <laughs> um everyone else enjoy there's some kids here so watch out but i'm i'm gonna get I off leave i did it physically no yeah. one can take that away from me goodbye <laughs> that's fair you know yeah they're we're basically not good people to hike with i think is ultimately out of all the people we've ever read about yeah we are the only assholes that ever come up with the story what, what? <laughs> but anyways um stay tuned next week yeah because we have another fun a new theme and we'll have some new stories and hopefully continued our now tradition of better sound quality. Uh, <laughs> Do we want to tell them what the theme is now? Do we want to? Yeah, let's see why not. Are we going to change it? I can cut it out if we change it. No, it's okay. I just figured okay. tune in next week and find out. Yeah, but then if they, we release it and then they're like... Do I even, is it even worth listening to? I actually really do think we should make all of our podcast decisions while on the podcast. <laughs> Next week's theme is my Warner. The Industrial Revolution and its consequences. To all of my Triangle Shirtwaist Factory Fire girlies that just got really excited. <laughs> I see you, I hear you, I'm holding space for you, and tune in next week, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, follow us on Instagram at well I Laughed, and then if you have any theme suggestions or comments, questions, concerns about Grant's mental well-being. Mm. Um, or can... hike recommendations, same topic area, but just like different follow-up yeah, like, questions. Is he in his new <laughs> mental health crisis? <laughs> is this a new one? Uh, you can email at us email us at um, welllaughedpod at gmail.com and we have a Patreon incoming. Nice. And also a TikTok incoming because I've started to shave before this. So <laughs> that also so look for us on TikTok too. Yep. <laughs> All right. Thanks kids. Thanks. Rate us five stars. Okay, bye. 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 I love you. <laughs> we hope you laughed. Bye.